Our scripture text today is Luke chapter 24, verses 25 through 27. Throughout the Thursdays of Lent, we are joining two disciples on the road to Emmaus. Now these are not exactly first string disciples. They're not part of the Twelve. One of them is named of Cleopas, but we never hear of him again. And we don't even know the name of the other disciple. So these are our kind of disciples. We too wouldn't call ourselves first string disciples. But we do follow Jesus, even if it is at a bit of a distance. However, it is striking that the risen Jesus appears first to these ordinary disciples before he goes to the Twelve. These two have been in Jerusalem. They witnessed the crucifixion of Jesus, and they are walking away out of town in grief. The risen Savior comes alongside them, but he appears as a stranger, and they do not recognize him. He asked them what they were talking about, and they stood there looking sad. And then one of them said that they had hoped Jesus would be the one to redeem Israel. Now we come to our text today. Then Jesus said to them, Oh, how foolish you are, and how slow of heart to believe all that the prophets have declared. Was it not necessary that the Messiah should suffer these things and then enter into his glory? Then beginning with Moses and all the prophets, he interpreted to them the things about himself in all the scriptures. The word of the Lord. Once again, O God, we ask that by your spirit we would find ourselves in this holy drama, that more of your drama and our lives might be revealed. In the name of Christ, amen. So Jesus is speaking to these two disciples who are in deep grief. And the very first thing he says to them is how foolish you are. Which makes it clear to me that Jesus didn't take a lot of pastoral care classes. But then he goes on to say that they are slow of heart. And I find that to be a more interesting phrase. Slow of heart. I think what that means is that their hearts cannot keep up with their minds. They cannot believe what they know. So then Jesus begins to interpret their sacred texts that they knew. He begins to interpret it in such a way as to depict how these texts reveal that the Messiah had to suffer. Now, we we don't know which text to use. Maybe Isaiah 53, the passage about the suffering servant who was wounded for our transgressions. Maybe he used Psalm 22, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? The words that he had just echoed on the cross. 
But what is significant is that our text doesn't say that he introduced them to these scriptures. No, he interpreted them so that they could find Jesus in the text. So that their hearts could catch up and they could recognize who it is that is on the road with them. A little bit later in the passage, when the disciples are speaking to each other, they said, did not our hearts burn within us when he opened to us the scriptures? So maybe this is pretty good pastoral care after all. To open up scriptures that people might enter in them and find the risen Savior and a hope that can be taken to heart. If there is any danger to theological studies in becoming proficient at the handling of scriptures, it is that we might become too familiar with the holy. We might just confuse knowing about God with knowing God. This is what your devout friends were worried about when you told them you were coming to seminary. They were worried that your theological mind would race ahead of your heart and you would find it difficult to truly believe what you know or who you know. This is not to prioritize the heart over the mind we believe in a thoughtful faith around here. We work very hard at it. But in the words of the Orthodox Bishop Theophan, the challenge is to descend with the mind into the heart. In other words, to weave the heart and mind together in order to better behold the holy. A number of years ago, I taught a doctor of ministry seminar, and two of the students in this seminar were Roman Catholic priests. They introduced us Protestants to a familiar concept they had called altar burn. It describes the danger of holding holy things casually. To think that you're celebrating just another Mass is, is tempting, but it's dangerous to the priest because it can blind the priest to the holiness that is being held in human hands. Altar burn. Then they reminded us that there was a reason why the Jews tied a rope around the ankle of the high priest before he went into the Holy of Holies. It can be dangerous to encounter the sacred. Just as it is dangerous to fall in love, but our hearts will not settle for anything less. In that seminar, the rest of us then began to discuss how we too are tempted to hold our ministries or our theology, or scripture, or even our families too casually 
with too much familiarity to the point that we no longer see the holiness in them. If you are studying scripture, if you are diving into the theological tradition, if you are striving for justice, if you are holding a trembling hand, all because you are called to do that as a disciple, but your heart does not burn within you, it's because you're not looking for the risen Savior in all these things. And in the words of Jesus, that would be foolish. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen.